Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We recorded our full Sunday review, all the games from Sunday afternoon. I'm not quite sure what happened to the audio, but I went to upload it before and it was completely blank. Uh, We don't quite have time to go through and record that again. About a 35, 40-minute episode, which was very disappointing to lose. So we have got all the bloke in a bar content coming for you this afternoon. Normally I start with the Thursday, Friday games. I'm going to start with the Sunday games here. I'm going to break it into three different podcasts for each game. So you can tune into those this afternoon if you'd like to catch up in your team. Once again, guys, apologies for that. Uh, Not quite sure what happened there, but we'll try and be better in the future. Now on to Knights v Raiders. Knights defeat the Raiders 24-14. This is what I'm talking about. This is what the Knights can do. They had everything against them. They defended their absolute arse off, especially the second half. The first half, I was sitting there going, "Uh uh-oh, this is not good. Two tries straight through the middle. You know, pretty poor defense. Second half, they came out a different side. The second half, they were gritty. They were tough. And, you know, I I know a lot of people were quite um, disagreed quite strongly and said I was too harsh on the Knights last week uh, because I said I was disappointed with their performance. Uh, leaking 36 points. I mean, this is this is the Knights I want to see. This is what a Knights side is all about. Gritty, tough, back against the wall, get the job done, and they did. Um, and so, like, you can build on this. You know, this is now two games out of the four where the Knights have shown a bunch of grit that uh, you would say probably last year, towards the end of the year, wasn't really there. Uh, you know, this is a great win. Like, okay, are they playing top eight you know, footy right now? No, but if they develop, continue to develop this gritty defence, relatively high completion rate, 84% completion, and then they had 24 missed tackles. That's going to lay the platform for a good, solid victory. And I thought, I think the Knights, just like against the Tigers, um, deserve a wrap for their grittiness. And I think that that's what was so disappointing for me personally last week, is that they just completely fell apart. And... If they put it this way, if they fell apart the way they did last week, this week, then probably would have been the same story. But they hung together. Yeah, they had a, a few players back. Obviously, Braley um, came back and Frizzell. But I thought it was a much tougher, grittier performance by the Knights. I thought it was great by Newcastle to make a, a bit of a statement. We sat here last Monday, obviously, teamless within 24 hours later, saying, you know, Dominic Young, he knows he's not going to get dropped. He's safe. They made the harsh call to drop him last week and they come out and put it on a performance like that. 
great little way to to build culture there. Yeah, to send a, a strong message in Greg Marju. This is the this is the version of Greg Marju we all wish for. Like mm. if he plays like this every week, genuinely not hyperbolic, he'll be one of the best wingers in the game, if not the best. He is phenomenal. And if KP comes back and they flip him to the left, he could be the best winger in the game very quickly. The opportunity he'll get down that side. The guy that stood out for me as well, I thought Bradman Best was tremendous oh. in this game. I thought there was a number of times last week where when playing the Dolphins, they they put him in really good spots and he constantly cut back off his left foot and ran back into traffic. I, just, I love <clears> seeing Bradman just back himself. And just, just get aggressive again. Oh, so good. There was a few times last week where Branko got caught out of position, he got the ball, and Isaiah Katoa um, was coming under. And instead of just taking him on, he'd come off his left foot and go straight back into traffic. So good just to see Bradman just go, stop me if you can. Mm, yeah, That's when he's at his best. And just, like, embrace the battle. I think Tomoko brought the best out of him because, like, Tomoko had that crazy game last week that was super aggressive. Everyone was talking about how strong he was. And Bradman Best said, no, I'm not going to let, you know, yep. he put it over me. And, yeah, he was outstanding. Um, I think, like, across the board, literally across the board, they played much better. Like, uh, every single player, all the, you know, Matty Croker came on, he killed it. That flick pass that he threw out was Got to find minutes for him. I know. They've got to find minutes for him. I'm not sure where it is, but... I think he's got a bit of X factor about him, Matty Croker. Got yeah. a bit of ball playing, you know. He's got his ability to call plays and make him like specifically make a play for him to break the line or whatever. So confident in his ability to. Yep. Uh, Jaden Braley, although um, there were, I think it was probably two tries where he was a bit in no man's land. I think that's probably a little bit of rust. Uh, he still helps shore up obviously the middle. Um, so if they can just get rid of that first half kind of defence and they play like they played in the second half then it's like what the Dolphins did against the Broncos they're going to be in most matches to challenge for the win what do you think about the, the Knights mm. Timmy? Yeah mate the, the Raiders made them look like the All Blacks in the second half we were very ordinary but not on the Raiders the Knights the Knights were really impressive and, and they were still missing some key blokes in this side had a few blokes back in there Tyson Frizzell came back and was outstanding they just what was most impressive was in the second half, when the game was on the line, they didn't give the Raiders a sniff. Yep. They just Jacko Hastings' kicking game was really good. They, I said, they completed high, and you were just sort of sitting there going, you know what? As a Raider, the mistakes will come. We'll get opportunities. We will score through them because they've still got a very soft underbelly through the middle. Did not give us a chance, yep. and it's a real credit to them that. As you said, we they, they've had some tough performances this season, a lot of injuries, and they, they absolutely deserve the win on the weekend. Uh, the more blokes come back in this side, there's a glimmer of hope there that you know maybe they can exceed some expectations. Still a long way from being convinced, but it was it was a good win. Yeah, and you're right. Like the win wasn't you know incredible individual brilliance. Mm. It was the gritty one percenters of kick it in the air. Field position. Kick it in the air. Field position. Good just, chase. Yeah. Just constantly. Don't over and over. off the first tackle. That's not talent. No. That's not talent. It's purely attitude and a willingness to get into the grind and go, we are not going to give an inch. If no we're gonna shit score, errors coming yep. out of your own end and yep. you're giving us a sniff. We yep. didn't get it. Literally nothing. And, and it got to the point where I think Raiders had barely even had a, a uh, tackle in the 20, or if anything, it was quite small. Um, yeah. Like that's the kind of footy when you're down on troops – 
that's the kind of footy you need to play because you can't like uh, it's almost like polar opposites like polar opposites broncos are like playing the opposite style of footy where it's like we got so many guns and superstars we're just going to find the point somewhere and like knights they're missing so many of their stars that they need to play this kind of gritty footy because at the moment it's the only way they're going to win. Now, when KP comes back, when they get all their troops back in, Saifidi brothers come, can play together, um, that, that will change a lot. But at the moment, if you keep playing like this, you, you'll I don't know I don't know if you'll win more than you'll lose, but you'll at least put yourself in a position to win matches. Uh, Dan Gagai was outstanding. Lockie Miller, I thought he was his best, best, best game in first grade. He was out, I thought he was really, really good. A couple of try assists. Um, so he's like, you're seeing him slowly getting used to the rugby league NRL, like spacing, passing, hitting the right uh, option out the back or hitting short balls, slowly developing into a player where he's playing so well that he's, he may be taking the decision out of the Knights' hand where they can't move KP back to fullback. He has to stay at six because mm. Lockie is so important to the side. I think the other thing that makes him so dangerous, as you said, he's getting used to the spacing and timing and all that. Because he's a little bit more unorthodox. Sometimes hard to predict what he's going to do. Mm. He has just got that. Like there was a moment there where he threw a, um, threw a flick pass as, as he was coming out of his own oh, end yeah. yesterday that was like, oh, fuck. But that's – Lockie can bring that. Yeah. That's, and it wasn't his fault that Heimer Hunt dropped it. Yeah. That was Heimer Hunt's fault. So, as you said, like you wanted the Newcastle Knights to play with grit and play tough. Jeez, when Jack White and scored that try where he just – Jogged through the middle of Brayley. Oh. I sort of went, oh, fuck, here we go. Please don't do this. Both Sunday of those trials. Yeah, there was, uh, yeah. was, was Daniel Saifidi missing Jack. And there was, Lee, I think it was Leo Thompson on Hudson Young for his try. And that's where I mentioned weak underbelly. You just sort of went there. It makes me sick that we didn't win the game off the back of seeing those two missed tackles. But to their credit, they turned it around big time in the second half. But, man, like to see that from two of your key middles. Oh. Yeah, and so I was sitting there going, oh, we're in for a tie. Like, if that's how easy it is to score. Because mm. the Raiders barely completed a bloody set the first half. Like, they, I think they – so when they were up by four points at one stage, they had 44% of the ball and they were completing at 63% and they were up by four points. And you're sitting there going, oh, this is alarm stations. But whatever Adam O'Brien said to them at halftime, they came out a completely new side, just a really simple game plan. And, like, that's what Hastings can offer you. Like, you know, is he going to be Nico Hines? No, of course not. But he can give you a game plan that you all stick to it and you can grind out gritty wins like this. Yeah, and he's a great example, you know, sort of in the same basket to some extent as um, Sean O'Sullivan. You don't need superstars, but if you all just do your job, I'll kick you into the right spots we need to be Absolutely, in. yeah. He's, he's, Sean O'Sullivan's a perfect example. Mm. You know, like, he could barely get a first grade crack. You know, and people go, oh, well, he's at the Penrith Panthers. He was at plenty of clubs before he was at the Penrith Panthers. He was at about six clubs. He couldn't get a crack at the Warriors. Yep. Um, and so, you know, this is a good foundational football. So I thought it was a really, really gritty win. And it's like, if you're Adam O'Brien, you're going, boys, here's the blueprint. Let's do this every game for every minute. And we won't have situations where, you know, 20 points are scored on us in the last 20 minutes of a match. And we won't have situations, you know what I mean? Like, we'll be in a game and fighting for it. Like, every, this is why we harp on so much about defence. It just, it just puts you in matches in, to find ways to win. Whereas when you're a team that just constantly relies on attack, eventually it's going to find you out. Um, so, yeah, great win. Great win from the, um, the Knights. And you have to think over the next... Two weeks, we'd say. Adam Elliott will probably return as well. Yep. That'll be huge for them. Yeah, oh yeah. 
And so would you go, so you go Adam Elliott straight to 13. Yep. What would you do with Kurt Mann off the bench, 14? Did, did Kurt Mann get injured yep. yesterday? Yeah, uh, Cat HRA. 1, HIA, so he'll miss 11 this week. days next week, okay. Um, Jack Hetherington's an interesting one for me. I, I'm not sure, I feel like he's got more in him, more impact on games, but he just, he's been solid, hasn't been poor. But, I mean, at least he hasn't been getting sent off every... He's maybe that's what he's doing. I thought he was lucky yesterday. Oh, he was very lucky. He's mad. <laughs> he is a madman. <laughs> How did that not get looked at? <laughs> uh, inconsistency is insane. Like, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know, mate. I don't Struck know. Struck a guy on the side of the head <laughs> and fell to the ground and no one said anything. I know, they just kept playing. Josh Papalit was like, what the fuck just happened? It's like two weeks Starling. for Jack White and for flicking a bloke in the ear. Well, I mean, Royce, Royce Hunt got bloody sent 10 in the bin yeah. Yeah. for like tapping a bloke. And then he gets up, literally strikes him in the head. Oh. Anyway, whatever. Oh, like, to, to be clear though, I don't want either one being 10 in the bin. Mm. Either one shouldn't be 10 in the bin. Uh, so yeah, look, great win by the Knights. Um, really excited, like, especially with like Bradman Best and Greg Marju. Like we know what Dan Gagai can do. But if Brad Binbest and Greg Marju can find their best, oh, good luck stopping that coming out of their own end. Yep. Good luck stopping that. That is some of the most powerful wing centre that you will see ever. Like, Bradman Best is a beast. Just, I just really hope he finds, or I, I hope he gets to the place that we all know Bradman Best can get to. Because two years ago, three years ago, you were talking Origin Smokey. You know, he's had a couple of injuries since then. Hopefully we can see the best again. Because on the weekend, he was outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Big test for them this week up against Manly. Yeah, Manly looking Pretty to bounce lucky. back. Yep. Again, I guess they just got to be gritty. Just got to at least keep him below a certain amount of points. I think the rest will take care of itself. Um, but after that, after that showing, I'm a bit more confident in their ability to hang in games and, and find a way to win. Uh, now onto the Raiders. Um, Look, I'm really, I've been pretty disappointed with the Raiders this year. Like, I know they've been gutsy and hung in wins, and but you can only do that for so long. And their completion rate in the first half was like, especially like the first half of the first half, was really poor. I know they're missing Savage at the back, and, you know, they were missing Fogarty. But I still think when you look at this forward pack, you know, you've got Tommy Starling, Tarp, Tarpanair, Hudson Young, Elliot Wired, Hadawira, Nida, they should be doing better than what they were doing on the weekend. I think they were really disappointing. Um, don't kill me, Raiders fans. Sorry. Knights fans fucking nearly killed me last week for saying it was disappointing. But I think oh, the Raiders are disappointing on the weekend. I'll throw it to you. What do you reckon? Super disappointing, mate. I mean, aside from Matty Frawley emerging as the form halfback in the NRL, <laughs> we are... That hair. Just shave it, oh. Russ. <laughs> yeah. Just shave it, Russ. Um, so, like... We just – I don't understand so many things that are going on at the Raiders at the moment. They – we've spoken about how they're, they're, they're – all their money – not all their money, a lot of their money is tied up sort of in the forward pack and, and how explosive the forward pack is, which is fine. But I, I think we lack strike power out wide. So a lot of our points, which they have done in recent years, have to come through the middle of the field. But to do this, you need to create a bit of second-phase play and, and offloading through Josh Papali, Joe Tapani, <coughs> Corey Howard and Ira, a lot of our forwards there. We had three offloads to our name until three minutes to go and then CHN or someone had a, a, an offload chasing the game late on. But three offloads after 77 minutes. When we don't have the most star-studded backline in the competition, I just don't see 
where our points come from if we don't try and create a bit more second phase play. And I look at Seb, Chris, who I know Xavier's having just coming back in a few weeks, but how far can we realistically go in this competition? And are we any chance of making finals with Seb, Chris at fullback? Not a knock on Seb Chris at all. He ran for like 250 metres and just... Nearly 300. He worked his ass off, mate. He had, yeah. like, he was really solid, but he's a centre deputising at fullback because we don't have a fullback. And the pressure on Xavier Savage, who is so still so raw at NRL level, the pressure on him coming back, mm. for him to come back for his first game of the year and deliver points for us, I just... <clears throat> I harp on a little bit too much about just not having these fullbacks, but I think it's really shooting us in the leg where, where we don't look great. I think as well, like Jackie Whiten, he he needs, um, and I don't think Frawley was bad by any stretch. Like I, I, I love blokes like Frawley because they're just battlers that are so good for a squad. You can bring them in, they'll do a job. Um, and you, and they're, they're really important to squads, really important to squads. But Jackie Whiten, last few weeks, like, he has these big plays, these big moments, and then he kick the ball out in the full, or he'll, you know, and it's just they need to find that balance of like unleashing Jackie at the right times. And sometimes it's oh, it's so hard to say because he's one of the best. He is one of the best footy players in the NRL. I think you'd probably put him what top ten, as in footy players, not position wise. As a footy player, yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable, he is simply incredible. Um, so I just. It's just the last couple of weeks, like, for example, last week when the game was in the balance, I know they ended up getting the win, but last week when the game was in the balance, it was like... Move like a gazelle across the studio. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was tiptoeing like a... <laughs> Bloody hell. Thief in the night. Jesus. Didn't well, hear a thing. Still, still she took three steps. That was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I can move, don't you, mate? Pulling the boots back on in a few weeks, so you look out for it. <laughs> If the um, need a fullback, I'm ready. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't hear a word you said then. I was completely distracted. Oh, well, basically, the, the sum of it is <laughs> Jackie Whiten's a, a bloody gun, yeah. and I, I want him to be involved as much as possible. I think I heard the words football player, which is exactly yeah. what he is. He's yeah. like top 10 footballers in the yes. comp. Like, yeah. literally in any 17 you pick, you have to find a place for Jackie Whiten. I don't know where it is in the side, but you have to find a place. He's so good. Uh, but I he just said Matt, Matty Frawley was really good, but the combo that Jack and uh, Jamal Fogarty have, have produced have looked really good this season. So mm. hu- it was a huge loss, but also not an excuse for why we lost because Matty did come in, do, set up our first try, yep. banged a two point field goal, had some great moments. Yeah, so with Jackie, it's just like just those the big moments. If you just rub out the, you know, he got sent for 10, it was his second offense there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. He kicked the ball out in the full um, because unfortunately he had three errors. It's like, unfortunately, like he's the guy for you. If he's not on, you aren't winning footy matches. <laughs> um, and yeah, like as I said, He's so fucking good. And he still had really great moments yesterday. But just uh, little rough edges, if he could just clean that up a bit at six. Because, like, when he plays for Australia or New South Wales, he doesn't need to be the be-all and end-all of a side. And that's where you see Jackie, you're the best, because he's getting the ball in good positions. Doesn't 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have to worry about all the other stuff when you see him at the Raiders sometimes, and he still plays great footy at Raiders. Um, I mean, he won a bloody Dalian, didn't he, mm. two three years ago? Um, when you see him having to worry about being the kicker and all that kind of, sometimes it can take away from. It's it's like Matty Burton sometimes to a degree takes away from what he does so great. You spot on, mate. It's like at the Raiders because for the, for all the same reasons, for lacking strike on the edges, he has to create everything, everything. force in attack. Whereas at origin level, because he's got guns around him to put him into these good positions and put him into space and get his one-on-ones with opposing centers or halves or whoever it might be, he just becomes that strong prick of a ball runner, the mongrel, mm. and the damage comes off the back of it. So I'm hoping Fogarty's return, which, I mean, Fogarty's a big out. Um, and look, they didn't leak, you know, nearly 40 points or whatever. But the Raiders heading into this season for me, Raiders were like, I thought they were going to improve on last year. I was really, really bullish on them. At the moment, I'm a bit... Um, a bit touch and go as to whether they'll play finals footy. Something that Tim mentioned before, like you look at the Canberra's, like your attack is a little bit unorthodox. You lack a little bit of strike. And when you were playing good footy at the back end of last year, it was it was second phase footy. Mm. Joe Tapanay oh. offloading at will. I just had a look at his stats. Last year he had 47 offloads for the year, which I would say the vast majority of those came in the last 10, 15 weeks. Would that be fair? Yeah. We're four games into this season. How many offloads do you reckon he's had? Two. It's about two. Yeah. Wow. Two in four games. That's very untuppant. He didn't look to offload. He was not even trying to. Which is where I'm like, it almost looked like an order to say, you know what, boys, let's just try and complete high, which is ironic because we didn't. Mm. If you're a forward-heavy team and you lack strike, second-phase play is so key. Rave on about it. Three offloads, 77 minutes in. Yeah, that is surprising, maybe. In decent conditions. Maybe they have been told to just tuck her under. That's what it looked like, but mm. it also makes no sense to me. Josh Papali, Papali, uh, first game back, played at 35 minutes. He'll be <laughs> a lot better for the run. He will help a lot, but some, yeah. Just quietly though, Tarpanair, quiet game. 18 runs, 241 metres, 101 post contact, yeah. four <laughs> tackle breaks, 36 tackles, zero misses. Beast. Fuck. Corey Horsb was the same too. 22 games last year with um, 30 offloads. He's played four games now. He's had two. Look, it, mu- yeah. it must be something that must be a directive. Co- yeah. Corey Howard and I are one of the best offloads in the game. Just not happening. Mm. It must be a game plan. Like they must want to try to complete high. The only problem is, is they're not completing Shit high. Game plan. If you're going to trade in the offloads, you want to get the positive for the trade in, which is a high completion yep. rate. Uh, My whole game plan, if I was them, would be offload, get the ball to Jack. Yeah. yeah, straight away. Just but wherever and, you are, throw the ball jam. And ironically, a guy like Sebastian Chris could actually thrive off an offload game because that's what he is, a ball runner. He's not a ball player. Yep. Uh, just a quick shout out to Moko. 253 metres, 115 post-contact, six tackle breaks. 
far out he's strong for his size. I uh, love him. As a centre as well, like, wingers it can happen because you get a lot of kick return meets. Yeah. For a centre to run, whenever <laughs> they run 200 plus, let alone 250, madness. It's actual madness because yeah. every run's a fucking hit up. Yeah. Uh, so, disappointing start for the Raiders. As I said, I tell you what, New York Knights fans, they're passionate. You nearly got killed last year when you said they weren't going to make the eight. Yes, I do recall. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> and, then we, and then we, you got annihilated, so we, and then they came out, they played, and then we jumped back on, jumped back off. Mm, um, times, times. I, I didn't feel as the pressure that you felt, but I did feel the Knights' pressure, the passion that they bring. I went very quiet. Yeah, <laughs>